0: The New Orleans Saints, unsure if Sean Payton will be their head coach in 2022. It sounds like we're going to get our answer soon. What the New Orleans Saints can do to keep him in the facility and what they'll need to do if they can't. We got all that and a little bit of land yet for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints. You are Locked on Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good Huda Nation and Huda family? Welcome into this Tuesday episode of Locked on Saints, your daily podcast covering the New Orleans Saints, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks as always for making Locked on Saints your first listen of the day. Don't forget, we're free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube as well. And I'm your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson NOLA on Twitter, Canal Street Chronicles, Locked on NFL. And here with you every single Monday through Friday on Locked on Saints. And as you know, usually on Tuesdays, we do our Twitter Tuesdays and get to your questions. But everyone around the New Orleans Saints fan base, Locked on Saints listenership and beyond are asking the same question. What is going to happen with Sean Payton? Will he be the head coach of the New Orleans Saints in 2022? And unfortunately, right now, the answer to that question is is a big I don't know, but I will tell you that as of right now, it is further from a yes than it was before. Let's update you on the timeline and make sure you have all of what has been going on around Sean Payton. So after the season ended, usually you would see a head coach take on a post-game press conference and all these other sort of routine things. The Saints usually started there. Um, roster evaluation before the season was usually really even over so that they could start to plan about how they were going to approach the roster over the offseason and build toward the following year. Those things didn't happen. Sean Payton and this season, which was a long and arduous and exhausting season. Remember, this was a team that combated more than just about any other team in the NFL outside of maybe the Las Vegas Raiders. But being displaced for, you know, due to a hurricane for 21 days before the season began opening up your home opener in Jacksonville, Florida, because you couldn't do it at your own home stadium in New Orleans. Uh, Four different starting quarterbacks, five different kickers, if you include Will Lutz in the preseason, six different offensive tackles, head coach Sean Payton himself uh, contracting COVID for the second time in the last two years in the midst of an NFL season while also having a team that was absolutely ransacked by COVID on two different occasions, once with the coaching staff and another time with the players, including 22 players not being available for a game on Monday Night Football, it was an exhausting season. So to see him sort of step away and say, all right, I'm going to kind of shake up the the monotony here. I'm going to go on vacation. We're going to go away. And then I'm going to reset and think about this later. wasn't really that surprising, right? But then you started seeing some other reports come out. Hey, Sean Payton is being approached by these other TV networks about potentially taking on a TV personality deal, right? Could he be behind a desk for, you know, Fox or or ESPN or or some other big media outlet at some point. Those started pouring out. Then the conversations around Sean Payton to Dallas, which we all knew were kind of just okay, that's the annual Sean Payton to Dallas rumors, but then more and more information started coming out about Sean Payton not committing to the New Orleans Saints ahead of 2022. And for the most part, I kind of chuckled at that because it was like, well, you know, I don't tell my boss that when I'm done with an episode of Locked on Saints that I'll be back tomorrow to do another episode. You know, they know that I'm going to be back for another episode. So that one kind of just felt like extrapolating and trying to report on nothing at that time. But now, We're starting to get things being a little bit more solidified than they were before, especially on Monday. We saw owner Gail Benson, who was at a different function, New Orleans media catching up with her, asking about what the future of what's going on with Sean Payton, what the future of Sean Payton in New Orleans is. And she basically said, I don't know. I don't know yet. With Sean, you just don't know, but I'm sure he'll let us know soon enough. That's basically what she said. Now, we know that Sean Payton was back at the facility on Monday, which doesn't mean that he is committed to being the head coach for 2022. It just means that he was back at work. But we've now learned via Jay Glazer, who visited with our partners here at Locked On over at Odyssey at 105.3 The Game, or excuse me, The Fan in uh, Dallas, Texas, that there's a lot of merit here, that Sean Payton is going back and forth consistently about whether or not he's going to return to New Orleans. That is now when all of the speculation, when all of the ideas, when all of the rumors, when all of that took a decisive step forward into possibility and potentially reality. That is when everything changed because the proximity from Jay Glazer to Sean Payton is one that is very close. And usually when you hear Jay Glazer say something about Sean Payton, there is a lot of credence over the course of time to believe that that is coming directly from Sean Payton. So that is now what we know. As of right now, Sean Payton has not committed to being the head coach of the New Orleans Saints in 2022. But what we do know, or at least from what it sounds like from a lot of people talking, is that it's either New Orleans or it's nowhere. So Sean Payton will not be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. He will not be the head coach of the Chicago Bears. He will not be the head coach of the New York Giants. As much as Giants, Bears, and particularly Cowboys fans really want that to happen, look at me it ain't happening. Listen to me, it ain't happening. So the next piece of the puzzle though is, will he be the head coach of the New Orleans Saints? Or will he take a year off and go and do TV? Or will he retire outright, outright, still maybe potentially take a TV deal that way, sort of go and do what Drew Brees did, both of which are very possible. But also very possible is that he could return to the New Orleans Saints in 2022 and still be their head coach, right? This could all be for naught. This could all be a situation in which he's close, but not ready yet, whatever that might be. What we know now is that there will be a meeting between Sean Payton and Gail Benson. I'm sure that there will be other needed necessary parties there as well. To early this week is the report and they will flesh this out and that they will figure this out. The Saints are kind of already behind the starting line here when it comes to finding a new head coach if they need to do that. So let's talk about what the New Orleans Saints in that meeting can do. To convince Sean Payton that coming back to New Orleans is the right is the right decision, and if they can't, what they'll need to do next, we've got that and much more coming up for you as we continue on with today's episode of Locked On Saints. And I'm sure that if this head coaching position opens up, you're going to have some strong feelings about who should be the next New Orleans Saints head coach. And if you do, we're going to talk about some potential candidates here in a little bit. But you're going to want to also get in and put a little bit of action on that, I'm sure. And you can be able to do that over at betonline.ag because you know they're going to pop up with all of the odds around the New Orleans Saints' next head coach. You can already bet on a bunch of other different head coaching positions that are open. You can also get involved with the AFC and NFC Championship games, who you got going to the Super Bowl, who you got winning the Super Bowl. You can put a little bit of skin in the game over at betonline.ag. And If you decide to do that, don't forget to use the promo code On if you're a first-time customer, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Going to give you a 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit. That's the promo code locked on to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. They've got football, basketball, baseball. Once they get all of that figured out, NHL with hockey, you've also got UFC and even MMA and a bunch of your favorite Vegas casino games as well. It's a ton of fun over at bet online where the game starts. family continuing on with today's episode of locked on saints once again thank you so much for making locked on saints your first listen of the day don't forget to check out the peacock and williamson nfl show they're going to be on the road here in just a couple of weeks they'll be at the super bowl super bowl radio row and you'll want to make sure that you are keeping up to date with everything going on around the festivities heading up and leading up to the super bowl in february so make sure you check them out, the peacock and williamson nfl show wherever you get your podcasts all right, so what can the New Orleans Saints do here? Can, can they convince Sean Payton to stick around in New Orleans? And that might be a stick around for one more year. Let's try to figure this out, whatever that might be. But can they get it done? I think they can. And here's the big thing that they're going to have to do to make that happen. They're going to have to be aggressive at finding the answer at quarterback. That, to me, can be the thing that saves all of this from going any further is can they agree to be aggressive in their pursuit of the next quarterback and try to land a star quarterback in New Orleans, whether that's Russell Wilson, whether it's Aaron Rodgers, whether it's whoever. If they can make that agreement, that could be enough to help Sean Payton, who even mentioned, according to Jake Laser, that, hey, I might be able to walk in there and Miss Benson might say something to me and I might be right back into all of this. So If that's the case, it might start at the quarterback spot because the Saints had to go through four different quarterbacks last season, and that in and of itself is exhausting. You're changing the playbook, you're changing your play style based upon these different quarterbacks, you're shifting and changing so much when you're changing around all of that. Whereas if you can just land that quarterback that you know can be the difference maker, that can win you a playoff game, that can put the team on his back, that can go out there and do what he needs to do to win you games, then all of a sudden the pressure lightens up a little bit. You don't have to game plan and try to scheme for the offense to work. You have a quarterback that can make the scheme and game plan work. And right now, the Saints don't have that on their roster right now as the only two quarterbacks, or excuse me, three quarterbacks they have on their roster are Taysom Hill, Ian Book, and Blake Bortles, which I'm sorry, just is not going to be enticing enough if the quarterback position in the first place is part of the arduous nature of the New Orleans Saints job right now. The other piece of this all is hope that Dennis Allen doesn't end up getting the head coaching position with the Chicago Bears. It seems to be the only place that is interested in him at the moment. He has his first interview with them on Tuesday. So today, as you're watching or listening to this, you have to make sure that Dennis Allen or cross your fingers that Dennis Allen doesn't end up in Chicago. If he does, you have to make a splash higher at the defensive coordinator position. My recommendation would be Mike Zimmer in that case. He's a buddy of Sean Payton. They go way back. It makes it enjoyable to go to work. And he's a mastermind when it comes to the defensive side of the ball. Not a great head coach, as we saw in Minnesota, but an absolute mastermind on the defensive side of the ball. You get an elite quarterback. You get a splash higher at defensive coordinator that makes the job on the offensive side. Both of those things being successful makes a job on the offensive side easier. Not easy, but easier. Another piece is that you hope that Chris Richard, who just recently got an interview or offered an interview to go and interview for the defensive coordinator position with the Pittsburgh Steelers, stays in New Orleans as well. He completely helped to revitalize the secondary in New Orleans with a quick progression and quick development of guys like Paulson Adebo, JT Gray. Even you can look at what happened with Marcus Williams. Even the way that Marshawn Lattimore played at portions of the season, you can attribute to something different happening in that room than what was happening with Aaron Glenn. Chris Richard had a noticeable and very loud presence and noticeable and very loud impact on this New Orleans Saints secondary and defense. So you want to keep as much of that staff together and intact as possible. From the defensive staff, in terms of the assistant coaches, to the offensive staff with Pete Carmichael, to the special team staff with Darren Rizzi, you want to keep as much of this together as possible. And there's a chance that if Sean Payton leaves, that you lose several of those coaches. Then all of a sudden that head coaching tree or that Sean Payton coaching tree that we always talked about, never taking root, would start to take root because they're not going to hang around in New Orleans and wait to see what happens if they've got opportunities elsewhere. One in the hand, better than two in the bush. Um, and then aggressively pursue offensive weapons. You want to talk about trying to make things a little bit easier over in the offensive side? And this is going to be challenging because you have the salary cap to deal with, all this other stuff, but the Saints already have a plan around that. It's visible. You can see it. Double-digit million dollars worth of roster bonuses in, in players' second and third years of their contract and stuff like that. They've been ready to make the moves that are necessary to get themselves under the salary cap here in 2022 or going into 2022. So you have to be able to get all of those moves done and shape things up right so that you can be aggressive for those offensive weapons. No more sitting around trying to develop undrafted free agents. No more sitting around trying to develop late round picks. You have to go out there and grab somebody that's already proven or... Draft high at those skill position players so you can try to get the most immediate impact right away. Bottom line, you have to go all in for Sean Payton, just like you went all in for Drew Brees in his final years. That could be enough to keep Sean Payton in New Orleans and coaching for at least another year. This is Sean Payton's decision, right? He can't care about how the New Orleans Saints feel, about how anybody else around the organization feels or anything like that. He has to make this decision for himself. But if you can show him that you're willing to go all in right away and try to make at least his last season or his last couple of seasons, whatever that sort of dwindling timeline might be, most productive and the most competitive that you absolutely can, then it might be enough to turn him or sway him to sticking around in New Orleans in 2022. But what if you can't do that? What do you lose and what do you need to find at the head coaching spot? Let's talk about that because if you lose Sean Payton, there's no sugarcoating it. It's not an easy adjustment for the New Orleans Saints, just like it wouldn't be an easy adjustment for any other team that's on the brink right now between teetering into struggle and rebuild. Or a playoff contender. Let's get to that next as we wrap up today's episode of Locked On Saints. But first, I want to tell you about something you never have to have any questions about. There's no teetering here. You already know what you're going to get every single time, and it's the Get Upside app, my favorite app that I have right now because gas prices are so incredibly high that having something that's going to give you cash back on every gallon of gas that you purchase is just absolutely priceless. And that is the GetUpside app. You can get it from your App Store or your Google Play Store right now. There's no catch, anything like that. And don't forget to use the promo code TOUCHDOWN so that you can get 25 cents back per gallon or more on your first fill up. It's all cash back. You fill up, you take a picture of the receipt, you submit it onto the app, and then they can send it back to you, whether it be through your bank account, through PayPal, or I tend to use it for gift cards like Amazon and other brands like that. And don't forget that promo code TOUCHDOWN for 25 cents back per gallon or more on your first fill up. Cashback gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime. Once again, it's super easy. No catch, anything like that. It's the free upside app with the promo code TOUCHDOWN so you can get that 25 cents back per gallon or more when you fill up. let's get it Huda nation wrap it up today's episode of locked on saints talking about the Sean Payton situation, which continues to grow continues to get, you know, more information continues to come out more thoughts continue to come out. All of that where we are right now is effectively that Sean Payton and Gail Benson are expected to meet early this week. And for a resolution to potentially come from that, whether or not he'll be the new Orleans saints head coach, whether he'll take a year off or whether he'll retire outright and maybe go into television, anything like that. So let's talk about what you lose if you do lose Sean Payton. We talked about the things that you might have to do in order to keep him in New Orleans, going all in for him, just like you did for Drew Brees. Why fight that hard? Why fight that hard for a head coach that might not want to be around any longer because he's exhausted or all of the other valid reasons that he might decide not to be in New Orleans anymore? Well, first of all, Because Sean Payton is one of the top three best coaches in the game. And certainly he's one of the best active coaches in the game right now. 152 to 89 is his career record. He, Mike Tomlin, over 150 wins. Bill Belichick, of course, over 150 wins. He's tied for fourth amongst all active coaches for most wins in the NFL. He's also fourth right now for games above 500, where he's over 60 games above 500 right now at 152 and 89. He's also fifth in the NFL in terms of active coaches in win percentage, 10 of his 15 seasons coaching. He's finished with a winning record, Uh, nine playoff appearances, which included, of course, the Super Bowl win back in the 2009 season, 13 seasons with a top 10 offense, and 10 seasons with a top five offense. That's what you've got in Sean Payton. And yeah, they weren't a top five offense in the last two years. They weren't a top 10 offense. They weren't even a top 25 offense last year but I think you can see the reasons why. I think you can see where things were changing. So the question is, if you lose that, do you try to immediately replace it? If you lose a genius offensive mastermind in Sean Payton, do you immediately go for a young genius offensive mastermind to replace him? Do you try to put in place the next Sean Payton? That's why guys like Mike McDaniel to me are so appealing because of the fact that he could come in and sort of is already that offensive mastermind that people are so excited to see what he could do with a head coaching position. He's young, 37 years old, but could he be that guy? Could he be the wonder kid that you know Sean McVay turned out to be? That could be a route that the Saints could go. They could go a little bit more proven too. They could jump into the Brian Dable sweepstakes. They could jump into the Nathaniel Hackett sweepstakes. They could go into the Eric Bieniemy pot and see what they could do there. They could challenge their NFC rivals for Byron Lefwich, who seems destined to just end up in Jacksonville with the Jaguars, where his career started as a player. But they could go and push for all of those because you look at these other teams that have positions, head coaching positions that are open, the the New York Giants, the Chicago Bears, the uh, Minnesota Vikings, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Houston Texans, Las Vegas Raiders, These teams, for the most part, maybe with the exception of the Raiders who ended up to, ended up being a a playoff team last year with Coach Basaccia coming in as an interim in place of John Gruden, they're all disasters outside of, outside of Las Vegas. Denver Broncos, they're all disasters. Now all of a sudden you have a position that could open up for Sean Payton, you know, if Sean Payton left with the New Orleans Saints, that would be a lot more appealing because the New Orleans Saints are a lot closer, right? How many of these things did we talk about in terms of committing to aggressively pursuing your quarterback, aggressively pursuing offensive pieces, aggressively trying to keep your defensive coordinator and Dennis Allen, how many of those pieces would also attract a new head coach as well? I would dare say a lot of them. Dennis Allen though, if you didn't want to go the offensive way and you wanted to shift towards the defensive side, which is what has won games for the New Orleans Saints over the last few years, add talent on offense, but mainly focus on keeping your defense intact and keeping that production up, Dennis Allen is a great internal in-house head coach candidate for you. You don't want to go for him, but you want to go for somebody that's a great story. Okay. Well then go ahead and take a look at a guy like Vance Joseph, who's from Marrero, Louisiana. Shout out Marrero, back at Ames. What's good? Like, there's uh, There are so many different options out there that it's not to say that like it's the right time to lose a coach, but I will say that there are worse times and have been worse coaching cycles in which to have a coach say, you know what, this isn't for me anymore, right? So if that were to happen, I don't think that the Saints would be left high and dry. Would it stink? Absolutely. Would it hurt? Absolutely, right? This team would probably not be at its best in 2022 like it has the opportunity to be with the high floor that comes with a Sean Payton, right? There's absolutely no denying that. But you've got some intriguing coaches out there, even some coaches that already have ties with the New Orleans Saints. I thought Joe Lombardi went over to the Los uh, Los Angeles Chargers and did a phenomenal job with Justin Herbert. You get Joe Lombardi, give him a shot along with a young quarterback, see what happens, right? You're always gonna see see teams interview coaches that they have ties to, like Joe Lombardi would be, like Aaron Glenn would be, or that have local ties, like a guy like Vance Joseph, who's from Herrero, like I mentioned. But There are a lot of options out there for the Saints to pursue and try to find the right fit, right? Because I think that even if the idea was that Sean Payton was going to take a year off and then come back to coaching, that you don't wait around. You can't. You can't sit around and wait to be asked to dance, right? You have to go out there and try to prepare just in case he gets a year off and says, you know what? I'm Gucci. I'm cool. I'm going to enjoy the rest of my time out here. I'm going to stick around with this TV gig, all of that, right? You can't guarantee that it's just going to be a year away. So the Saints would owe it to themselves, the fan base, to all of those players, to the organization, to the staff members to do a full on head coaching search in trying to replace Sean Payton if he ends up leaving. And again, it still feels like a big if for right now, but we'll get a much better understanding of this entire situation as the early portions of this week continue on. Just one more reminder, Sean Payton, Gail Benson set to meet early this week, reportedly, and that could be when we learn the fate of a Sean Payton and the New Orleans Saints going into 2022. Y'all, this has not been a season that has lacked for storylines, this has not been a season that has lacked for conversation, and I am so grateful that every single time you choose to make Locked on Saints your first listen of the day. We'll continue to talk about all of this with Sean Payton, what happens next, what happens before, what happens after, what's going on right now. We'll make sure you know everything. Every single day, Monday through Friday here on Locked on Saints, we're set to dive into our next position review next uh, on Wednesday, which would be uh, getting into the offensive line, which is a lengthy one. But remember, we're going to prioritize this over anything else. We'll see what happens with Sean Payton and all of that. So we'll keep you up to date with everything on Wednesday. So we'll be right back with you tomorrow with a fresh episode then. And as always, uh, if you're looking for a second listen today, go and check out Locked on Bets when you sell some money with your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Much more on this story and more as we continue on throughout the week. I thank you very much for taking uh, the time to make me a part of your day. For everything you need in between these episodes, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how you're momming and them. And trust you, that nation, I'll holla at you.